0: This podcast is sponsored by Health Dove, Inc. Please visit our website, healthdove.com, for a free health evaluation. That's healthdove.com for a free health evaluation. Welcome to Healthy Focus with Dr. Rhonda Herbert. The information presented is for educational use only and not intended to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please visit your healthcare provider. Welcome to Healthy Focus. I am your host, Dr. Rhonda Herbert. Today's topic is alfalfa. Most people are surprised to learn that alfalfa is a member of the pea family and therefore a legume, a perennial plant alfalfa has deep roots, tree foliate leaves, bluish purple flowers, and a tiny kidney shaped seeds. Alfalfa, which is known to look in many parts of the world, is grown primarily. For foil forage for livestock. The leaves are also dried, ground into a powder, and compressed into tables for use as nutritional supplements for human. Alfalfa seeds, however, are part of this plant that provides the foods with which we are almost familiar. Alfalfa tread like white sprout with tiny green tops and mild sweet flavor. Most likely planted in southwestern Asia long before. Recorded history, alfalfa has been grown as forage for livestock longer than any other plant. Taken by the Persian to Greece when they invaded in 49 in 490 B.C.E., alfalfa was carried from Greece to Italy in the first century C.E. From there, spread to the rest of Europe. During the early 1500s, Spanish explorers took alfalfa to South Af- to South America. And in 1736, European colonists introduced it to the United States. One cup of raw alfalfa sprouts contains just 10 calories but supplies a wide array of beneficial phytochemicals, particularly phytoestrogens and saponins. It is also a very good source of vitamin C, B B2 and b5 and folic acid as well as the mineral copper molybdenum zinc magnesium and manganese alfalfa sprouts although along with soybeans clover and flax seeds are the most significant dietary sources of phytoestrogens beneficial compounds that include isoflavonoids kosmustans, and ligands. A number of studies in humans, animals, and cell culture systems suggest that dietary phytoestrogens play an important role in the prevention of menopausal symptoms, osteoporosis, cancer, and heart disease. Phytoestrogens are thought to work through a number of mechanisms, including producing estrogenic and anti-estrogenic effects, inducing the return of normal cell differentiation in cancer cells, suppressing antiogenesis, the formation of new blood vessels needed to fuel cancer cells, inhibiting pro-inflammatory psychonase, providing antioxidant activity. Because phytoestrogens have much lower estrogenic activity than human estrogen but do bind to human estrogen receptors, they can help normalize the effects of estrogen in the body. When estrogen levels are too low, phytoestrogens supply more estrogenic activity. But when estrogen levels are too high, the same phytoestrogens, by using up-available estrogen receptors, block out powerful human estrogen causing an anti-estrogenic effect. Estrogenic activity is implicated in the majority of breast cancers and research now suggests that thyroid cancer may also be an estrogen-dependent disease. A recent population-based case control study looked at the effects of eating phytoestrogen-rich foods on thyroid cancer incidence. This study of more than 16,000 women in San Francisco Bay Area revealed that those who frequently ate alpha sprouts and soy food had a much as 65% lower risk of thyroid cancer regardless of whether they are Caucasian, Asian, or pre- or post-menopausal. In addition to phytoestrogen, alfalfa sprouts are rich in other class of beneficial phytochemicals called saponins. In animal studies, saponins have been shown to lower diet-induced LDL, which is a bad cholesterol, accumulation in the liver without diminishing circulating levels of beneficial HDL cholesterol, thus exerting a protective effect against cardiovascular disease. But alfalfa's beneficial effects on cholesterol cannot all be attributed to its saponin since Its recent study, when researchers removed the saponins, alfalfa still reduced cholesterol accumulation in the liver. Obviously, alfalfa contains other active components with potentially significant cardiovascular benefits. The saponins found in alfalfa have also been shown to boost immune functions by increasing the activity of natural killer cells, including T-lymphocytes and inferferon, Alfalfa sprouts also contain l cannavinine an amino acid analog that recent studies suggest that may be natural agent effective against leukemia and cancers of the pancreas and colon. l cannavinine may also offer promise in treatment of nearsightedness. Yet another animal study, this one using bovine eye muscles, found that L-cannavenine produced a relaxing effect on the intraocular muscle that suggests it could possibly be used to help prevent short-sightedness. When compared to a number of antioxidant-rich vegetables, alfalfa sprouts rank among the leaders of the pack. When tested against two of the most destructive free radicals on a weight basis, alfalfa sprouts were found to have antioxidant activity surpassed only by kale and brussels sprouts against the hydro radical and by garlic kale spinach and brussels sprouts against the periol radical. So alfalfa sprouts, they are eaten, they are best eaten raw. And uh, they can be used in a variety of recipes. When it comes to safety, alfalfa frows have been linked to outbreaks of foodborne illness caused by bacteria Salmonella and E. coli. In 1997, contaminated alfalfa frows were responsible for four outbreaks, three of which involve E. coli. H7, a particularly dangerous strain of bacteria. This type of E. coli has killed a number of people in outbreaks involving other foods, such as ground beef. In 1998, salmonella-contaminated alfalfa sprouts made 60 people ill in California. In humans, salmonella can cause salmonellosis, an illness characterized by fever, stomach cramps, and diarrhea but can last as long as seven days. Severe cases may require hospitalization and really recurring joint pains and arthritis may result. Mishandling of sprouts during production, packing or distribution has not been implicated in the source of the sprout contamination. It is thought that the seeds from which the sprouts develop may become contaminated by animals In the field or during post-harvest storage and that the use of animal manure in fields of alfalfa intended for non-human use may be a problem if the seed is used for sprouting. In addition, the conditions provided by germinating seeds, abundant nutrients, high level of moisture and heat generated by sprouting process are all conducive to the growth of bacteria. So, because of these outbreaks in August of 1998, the Food and Drug Administration reaffirmed the warning that had been issued by the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention in 1997 for high-risk groups to avoid eating raw alfalfa sprouts, and the Internal Sprouts Growers Association began a voluntary quality assurance program. Sprouts growers agreed to follow stringent ISGA established seed sanitation guidelines and to to be certified by third-party independent inspectors. Sprout growers who successfully participate in the ISGA sanitation program can label their sprouts with the ISGA certified grow seed. So despite these incidents, the risk of contacting Foodborne illnesses from eating sprouts is far less than that of other common foods. According to the FDA, 93% of all bacterial illnesses from humans and animal pathogens come from meat, poultry, and dairy products. All alfalfa seeds are now subject to strict scrutiny and purification, and today's sprouts industry is in full compliance with the CDCs and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. So the wisest choice, err on the side of safety. If you belong to one of the groups of high risk for foodborne disease, children and elderly and people with compromised immune system, avoid raw alfalfa sprouts. And if you are healthy adult, you can follow these tips. Buy only sprouts kept at refrigerated temperature and certified with ISGA grow seal. Check the cell by date printed on the container and choose crisp looking sprout with the bud attached. Avoid musty smelling dark and slimy looking sprouts. Keep the sprouts refrigerated before and after handling of any raw food. Wash your hands thoroughly with warm water, running water and soap for at least 20 seconds. And rinse sprouts thoroughly with water before use. Rinsing can help remove surface dirt and do not use soap or detergents on your sprouts. Individuals who have had or who are at risk for systemic lupus erythematosus SLE might also wish to avoid or limit consumption of alfalfa sprouts. Alfalfa sprouts contain a non-protein amino acid constituent called l cannavinine that, while protective against prostate and colon cancer, can induce SLE, at least in monkeys. Test tube studies have also shown that the cannabine produces effects in human white blood cells that might reduce or worsen the SLE. This information was taken from the Encyclopedia of Healing Foods and it is for educational use only and not intended to treat or diagnose any health condition. So please consult with your health care provider. This is Dr. Rhonda Herbert and I'll see you again on another episode of Healthy Focus. You have been listening to Healthy Focus. Please visit our website at healthdove.com, where you can access your health score with our free health evaluation. You can download a copy of the Health Dove app on your mobile phone. Please write to us at info at Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode of Healthy Focus with Dr. Wanda Herbert.